Holy One, this day, help us to change, to change ourselves and to change the world, to know the need for it, to deal with the pain of it, to feel the joy of becoming, to undertake the journey without knowing the destination's end. This day, help us to change. In Christ we pray, amen. Good morning, Stone Village, and happy Sunday. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you, and let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scripture of this day. Confront us with your claim upon our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Help us to respond to the one who came as the bread of life, so we may know life at its fullest and at its very best. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The reading today is from Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval. By faith we understand that the world's were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he set out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he stayed for a time in a land he had been promised, as in a foreign land, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with Abraham of the same promise. Abraham looked forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, he received power of procreation, even though he was too old, and Sarah herself was barren. Therefore, from one person, and this one as good as dead, <laughs> Descendants were born, as many as the stars of heaven and the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. All of these died in faith without having received the promises, but from a distance they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth, for people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have had the opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, God has prepared a city for them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Recently, I sat with a patient who was given a terminal diagnosis. And during our conversation, he said, I've not been faithful to God, which is probably why I'm in this situation. He went on to say, if I could, I'd do it differently. I'd have gone to church more. I'd have prayed harder. I know God cares about 
those things. Doesn't he? Internally, my answer was no. Yet in the moment, seeing the fear in his eyes, I knew it wasn't the right time to deconstruct and reconstruct this person's understanding of God and faith. And so I said to him, I believe God is always extending grace to us. And God knows that we, that you, have done your best. Which brought forth a faint smile. All of this leads me to wonder, how's your faith these days? How's your faith these days? I ask this question because there are events, times, and seasons in each of our lives when everything we thought we knew or believed is called into question. And the narrative of our life has been fractured beyond recognition. We no longer know what to believe about self, about God, about life, and the world. We are not certain where to place our trust or in what to hope. Some circumstances leave us wondering, how do we live now? How do we move forward? Where is God. That is how the last 29-ish months have felt to me at times. I wouldn't be surprised if that's partially true for you, too. Of course, well-meaning people might say to you or to I, just have faith. <laughs> Get more faith. You need a stronger faith. However, such statements have never been helpful to me. I wish it were as simple as ordering up some more faith, but I don't believe it is. Honestly, I believe we are always working out our faith. And so today I want us to ponder what faith might mean and look like in our lives today. And to be clear, I will not be telling you what you should believe or what the church, capital C Church, says you should believe. I don't believe it's that easy. Instead, I am inviting you to join me in wrestling with a few questions in perhaps new ways of understanding and experiencing faith. The first question is, whose faith? I grew up with the idea faith meant accepting and agreeing to ideas and concepts about God, even if they didn't make sense or match my experience. Perhaps you did too. Faith was about my belief in God. And I think that is often how we hear today's reading from Hebrews. 
We assume it is by Abraham's faith, his belief in God, that he obeyed and set out for a place, not knowing where he was going. But here's what I wonder. What if it's just the opposite? What if it was by God's faith in Abraham that Abraham was able to set out for a new homeland, even, even when he did not know where it was, how he would get there, or what he would find? Haven't there been times in your life when someone emboldened and encouraged you? comforted you, stood by you, believed in you, had faith in you, which made all the difference? You did more than you thought you could. You overcame what you thought was impossible. You got through a situation you never thought you would. And so what if faith is more about what God believes about us than what we believe about God? What if, what if faith is our experience of God calling us, desiring us, connecting with us? What if God's faith in us is a call to live as fully as we can manage in this present moment? What if God's faith in us invites us to reimagine ourselves as larger than our past and as more than our current circumstances? What would it mean for you to take up more space in your life? knowing it is God's desire for you. If that's what faith is like, then what do you believe is God's desire for you today? In what ways is God calling you, beseeching you to live more? What difference does God's faith in you make? Second, a questioning faith. I used to think faith meant living with absolutes and certainty, having no doubts or, or questions. Today, that way of thinking feels more like fear and fundamentalism to me than faithfulness. Let's not forget Abraham set out not knowing where he was going. His life and journey were as open-ended as yours and mine. So maybe faith is the willingness to show up and live with uncertainty in an ever-changing world. What if faith isn't about having or even needing to have all the answers? but about asking better questions, deeper questions, which help us to discover deeper meaning and to live more robustly.
If that's what faith is like, what are the deeper questions in your life today? And what would it be like to follow those questions? What if doubts and questions aren't failures of faith, but prayers and invitations for God to offer a word of wisdom and guidance? Third question, what of fear and faith? Of course, there have been times in my life, and I imagine your life, when we tried to manufacture faith or get more faith, as if it were a thing to be amassed and possessed, like bulk shopping at Costco. I suspect we've all said or thought to ourselves, if only I had more faith. The problem is, I've never figured out how to get more faith. You'd think I would even be offered a discount considering my vocation, but no, no. And maybe that's because the issue isn't about the quantity or size of our faith. Maybe Jesus really meant what he said about faith the size of a mustard seed being enough. Maybe faith isn't something we acquire or get for ourselves, but something we've already been given, something innate within us, a way of being. So what if the issue isn't the size or quantity of our faith? but our fear. More often than not, when I've struggled in faith, fear was always in the mix. Maybe the enemy and the thief of faith isn't doubt, but fear. Maybe that's why throughout the gospel narrative, Jesus says to us time and time again, do not be afraid. As I see it today, he's not asking us to ignore or deny our fears, but face them. And so what are you afraid of today? What is robbing you of faith? What's keeping you from taking up space? What's impeding you from setting out for a new homeland and reimagining your life? Over my years in ministry, I've come to believe faith is God's belief in us. <laughs> it's my belief. It's mine. I offer it to you, yet you do with it what you will. And yet I encourage you to consider this. How would knowing God believes in you change you, inspire you, enliven you? What possibilities would you reach for? 
What new doors would you open? Where would you go? What would you leave behind? By faith, Abraham set out for a place, not knowing where he was going. I imagine that first step was the hardest step. And yet that first step made all the difference. It changed his life. And so what first step do you need to take to change your life? Whatever it is, God believes in you. Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for all of you. And I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God so those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you, stoners. I hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, I'll see you soon. Bye.